Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So in the United States, they are getting really serious about childhood obesity. In fact, the American Academy of Pediatrics has just announced more aggressive treatments for children starting as young as two years old. Now, here in Canada, about 1 in 10 children is reportedly obese. That could lead to potentially lifelong health problems. So should we also be getting tough on this, and how do we do that? Well, Dr. Melanie Henderson is a pediatric endocrinologist and associate clinical professor at the University of Montreal and joins us now. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Do you think Canada should be thinking about this as well? So definitely, I think that... um, uh, Looking after children living with obesity is a very important priority given the high prevalence and all treatment modalities must be considered when appropriate given given the child and, and his or her family. So what does that mean exactly then? How do doctors know when to say something or when not to say something? So I think that we should always be mindful of having, you know, favoring healthy body weights among children And I think that lifestyle habits remain the pillar of treatment. So the foundation of it is, you know, adopting healthy lifestyle habits, favoring healthy nutritional choices, increasing physical activity, improving sleep. And I think that's the 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 key elements in the treatment of pediatric obesity. And what the American guidelines uh, discuss is in those children who do a lot of efforts and try very hard to to improve their lifestyle habits, but r- remain with a very severe obesity and multiple complications associated with obesity, such as high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, cholesterol problems. Maybe in those children, there may be a place for uh, using alternative uh, strategies such as pharmacotherapy, so medications, or bariatric surgery. But that, that remains a, a segment of the larger group of children living with obesity. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So you're talking about kids, they're, they're saying kids who are 12 and up essentially uh, mm-hmm. could be offered weight loss drugs or as you said, bariatric surgery. And it just, mm-hmm. I guess what surprises me, Dr. Henderson, is that we've gotten to a point where we're talking about that for teenagers. Yeah. You know, um, it used to be that we thought, you know, kids would just outgrow a little bit of excess weight and it wouldn't be much of a problem. And I think that, you know, in the last uh, 10, 20 years, we realized that, first of all, that's a myth, that children at a young age, when they are living with obesity, tend to become adolescents living with obesity and then adults living with obesity, and that there's multiple complications, serious complications associated with uh, obesity in childhood. And so I mentioned a few before, but, you know, high blood pressure, uh, problems with your cholesterol, risk for type 2 diabetes. And that's a significant one because we know that when type 2 diabetes um, establishes itself in childhood or in adolescence, it's much more severe than the type 2 diabetes that we see among adults. Um, there's a lot of psychosocial uh, complications as well, um, you know, low self-esteem. Uh, there's more depression and anxiety among children living with obesity. And so it's not something benign. Obesity is a chronic disease that has 
multiple complications, and that's multifactorial. So the the old adage of, well, eat less and, and exercise more, it's really inadequate and it's it's a, a, an oversimplification of what is a complex chronic disease. Yeah, how did we get to this point then where we're talking about all high blood pressure and diabetes and all of these things in children? Like what led us to this point, do you think? Again, I think it's multifactorial. So, you know, obviously there's a strong genetic predisposition to living with obesity. So we're not all equal with face to the same risk. So you can take two children that have similar lifestyle habits, but one is living with obesity and the other is not. And so there's a strong genetic component. Obviously, there's, you know, um, lifestyle and environmental uh, components. You know, we're, we're a much more sedentary society than we were previously. We have um, a lot of changes in our diet. So, you know, the supersized me movement of having huge portions of food and, and you know, the, the, um, the quality of nutrition, the accessibility for families of nutrition. I think that's something that we talk a lot about now with um, the interest rates that are increased and the cost of food that's gone sky high. So it's very difficult, actually, to feed a family healthily on a, on a very tight budget. Um, I think that there's, you know, in our schools, we've, you know, we've decreased physical activity uh, and, and phys ed uh, to profit, you know, uh, teaching kids how to use computers and, and so on. And all of these things are not necessarily bad, right? But kids are less active in schools. And then add to that the pandemic, which had, you know, pretty catastrophic um, uh, mm-hmm. impact on all these factors. So it's really not one element that's led to this, but a multitude of elements um, that have contributed to the increase uh, that we've seen in the last three years in childhood obesity. And then the consequence of that has been all these serious complications that tend to track into adulthood and have very significant impacts on um, mortality rates and, and health overall. Dr. Henderson, thank you so much for that today. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me.